This episode of Turns Out I'm Into It contains an ad that is not suitable for people under the age of 18. This ad contains themes of an abduction fantasy, which may be triggering to some listeners. Turns out I'm into it. Into it. Hey, hey, friends, it is Harley Rabbit here. Welcome back to another episode of Turns Out I'm Into It, the show helping you discover your kinky self and live your best sex life. Many of us kinksters like to keep our kinky lives pretty private, and there's lots of good reasons for that. For some of us, the secrecy is part of the fun. Uh, We love the fact that we can go to secret meetups on the weekend that no one else knows about. It feels naughty and exciting, and that's really great. For others, it might be more about privacy. We might be a private person and not particularly want other people to know intimate details about our kink life or our sex life in general for that matter. But some of us might be keeping this stuff secret because we're afraid of what other people might think of us. This is a big one. Now, I know we're not supposed to give a shit about what other people think of us, but if you've spent more than a day being a human being, you know that we do, we all do. Um, and I think that's fair enough. We humans crave connection and belonging. We, we need to belong to a community to feel safe. And part of belonging is feeling accepted by the people around us. So if there's something that we think they mightn't accept, we're going to feel really scared about sharing that. So that's what we're going to be talking about on today's episode. Um, mainly because the other week I actually took the the big step of telling my mum about my kinky side. Um, And I'll explain to you why I did that and why it was important to me to do that. But ultimately, I didn't realise how much I needed it. I needed her to know and to feel that she was okay with it. So I'll tell you all about that story um, in this episode because I'm sure a lot of you listening... There might be someone in your life that you would really love to let them in about this, to let them know about this part of you, but you're not really sure how to go about that conversation. So hopefully in this episode, you can get some pointers about what I did. It went pretty well. Um, And maybe find the courage to open up about this um, if you choose to. Now, big disclaimer here, please do not feel pressured in any way to be open about your kinks. Um, You do not have to. That decision is completely up to you. This episode is more about, for me and my experience, keeping this secret from my mum particularly and from a few people in my life um, has been a source of shame for me. It's been making me feel like, oh, I can't tell them about this part of me because they will be upset about it or whatever, which was not true at all, but I needed to have the conversation to find that out. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. That's today's episode. Um, before we jump into that, just a few announcements. Um, I'm trying a new thing this week where, so I've got all these trailers for my audio stories, um, but a lot of them are too like X-rated for a podcast. Um, and I'm really paranoid about getting banned. So I decided I might trial putting the trailers in the middle of the episode so it's not the first thing you hear. Um, That way you get a chance to listen to the podcast, know what it's all about 
and you can opt out if you're not into it. Um, but hopefully if you're still listening by then, you're like, okay with listening to one of these trailers. I don't know. Um, I have also like cut out the super sexy parts. So the, the trailers are a little bit more tame. Um, but I just want to give you guys a bit more of an idea of what I do on my website. Um, what the, the audio stories I make are all about because they're pretty elaborate. They're pretty fun. So the one you're going to hear at the trailer for in this episode is a, a five-part series called the abduction series. It's kind of a erotic thriller. Um, and it was the first one I made. So I'm really excited that I've actually finished all five parts and it's now one complete story. All right. So let's jump into today's episode. I am a pretty open person. So being open and honest and authentic is a big part of my values and how I like to connect with people around me. So when I have to have secrets from them or I can't share with them my whole self, that can feel really uncomfortable for me. And this is a big reason where I've struggled with keeping my, my kink life so private, but I've also been super scared of being open about it with people. Cause I, I don't want to like, once you tell them, you can't take it back, right? You can't untell them. And mainly it's just, I don't want it to freak people out or make them think differently of me or make them uncomfortable. So there's been this real like push and pull of should I tell them? Should I not tell them? Um, yeah. And it's been a real slow process. So I've been active in kink for like nearly three years. I can't believe it's only been three years. <laughs> it feels like a lifetime now. I can't imagine life without it. Um, and in that time, I've progressively been more open about my kinky self. I've gradually been getting more confident to share bits of this life with other people in my vanilla life. Um, I realize this might surprise some of you, given that I have a public podcast about kink where I talk about very intimate details of what I get up to. Um, but the reality is most of the people in my vanilla life would never come across this podcast. I, when I started it, I was, I thought about that being a possibility and I was like, all right, well, if they come across it, they come across it, that's fine. But it's pretty unlikely. So I've still had to go through this process of gradually letting people know more and more about this side of me. And it's been really scary. Ultimately I've done pretty well. Like, of the people that know about this, I haven't had any bad reactions. I've had a couple of people be clearly a bit uncomfortable about it. And in those cases, I've just not given them any more details. I've been like, all right, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Clearly they're not wanting to know anymore. Um, other people have been super curious and just had all the questions, which I love. Um, so that's been really good. One of the scariest people that I told, um, not that they are scary, but telling them was scary was my business coach. So I had to tell him, um, oh, I was maybe about a year ago. Um, I've been working with him for like, I don't know, like five years now, um, from back when I used to do music and he was my music marketing guy, um, would help me market my music. But as time went on, I started to realize that I, didn't want to do music anymore. And I wanted to start, um, in this new direction of making kinky audio stories. And 
I wanted to keep working with him, but at some point I needed to tell him that actually, hey, I, I'm hoping to go in this new direction. What do you think? And that was really scary because it's a professional relationship and you don't normally talk about sexy stuff um, in a professional context, right? But in this case, I had to because I wanted this to become my job. So I was super nervous about telling him and really sheepish about it. But he was awesome. He was so, like, he's such a non-judgmental guy. I think that's why I get along with him so well. And he was completely on board. He could hear the passion in my voice and he was like, this is what you should be doing purely because of how much it excites you, Um, way more than music does and has for a long time. So that really made me feel great and like I was on the right path. Um, I'm so grateful for him because he's been a real champion at my side, um, been really encouraging and supportive along this whole journey. But yeah, that was a, that was a scary one. Um, I'm sorry if you can hear a bird in the background. I I normally try and record when it's quiet, but sometimes like I, I don't have a soundproof studio or anything. So sometimes they're out my window and get a little bit chatty. Um, I hope that's not too distracting, but I'm just going to keep going. Otherwise it'll take me all day to get this recorded. Anyway, so yeah, I progressively told a couple of close friends. I told my business coach, um, but there was still one person that I really needed them to know about this. And that was my mum of all people. So mum and I are really close. She's been a best friend through my whole teenage and adult life. Um, She calls me every week. Um, We don't live close anymore, so we chat on the phone mostly now. Um, And I absolutely love her to pieces. And I've noticed lately that as kink had been becoming a bigger part of my life and my job, that it was kind of driving this wedge between us where I couldn't be open and honest with her and tell her about what's going on for me. I noticed that more and more often she'd call me and ask me how I'm going, how was my day? And I couldn't tell her. I couldn't tell her about my day or how I was going or what I was working on or what I was excited about because the most exciting thing that happened to me was that I got tied up in ropes in my friend's pool the other day and it was amazing. Or I just had a really shitty day because I was on chatterbait and no one was tipping and it made me feel really crappy about myself. I've had those days as well. But I couldn't talk about these things with my mum. And instead, when she'd ask, how, how was my day? I'd just say, oh yeah, it was all right. I was busy. I was on the computer a lot. You know, like a super vague bullshit answer. And I hated that. It made me feel like we weren't as close anymore and that we would never be close again unless I could tell her about this part of my life. The worst part was really that in, in not being able to tell her, I was actually telling myself that this part of myself wasn't acceptable because what, what would your mum think, you know? It was a source of shame for me. But eventually I realised I didn't know what she thought because I haven't told her about it. Often when we're ashamed of something, we project those feelings onto the people around us. We assume that they're going to judge us for it because we're actually judging ourselves. 
And I think that's what I'd done with my mum. I had assumed that she wouldn't be okay with it. But really, I had no idea. I had not given her the chance to react any differently. Another thing that was really holding me back here is that there's this kind of belief that we shouldn't talk about our sex lives with our parents and our parents shouldn't talk about their sex lives with their children. Um, I think that's bullshit. I think it really depends on the relationship that you have with your parents, whether or not you can talk about that stuff. But I, that belief had really made me feel like I, by telling my mum, I would make her really uncomfortable and that it would change, like she would, it would change the way she thought of me and that once you say it, you can't take it back. So if she, if it did make her uncomfortable, I wouldn't be able to fix it was kind of how I felt. But eventually I decided it was worth taking that risk because the alternative was that I wouldn't ever be as close with my mum because I wouldn't be able to tell her about what's actually going on in my life. So I made the decision to tell her. Um, I decided that I wanted to do it face to face, which meant um, we would be, we were going to go visit her over Christmas, New Year's. So I thought, right, I'm going to do it then. Um, and that's what I did. I, when we were visiting, I said to mum, Hey, do you mind if we go and get a coffee somewhere? Just you and me. She was like, great. That sounds awesome. Um, so we went and got a coffee and I, when we sat down and I said, all right, mum, there's something I want to talk to you about and it might be a lot. Okay. And she was like, oh, okay. <laughs> what on earth is about to drop in my lap? <laughs> um, but I thought that setting it up this way would at least give her the chance to go, oh, I'm about to hear something and I need to be aware of how I react to it, right? And then I told her. I told her I was into kink and BDSM. I told her that was how I met Slade and that this has been slowly becoming a very important part of my life. I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm into it. Just a quick word from our sponsor, harleyrabbit.com, and we'll be right back to the podcast. The final chapter of the abduction series is here. For many months, a young woman has been held captive in her kidnapper's home. Please don't leave me in here! Caged and collared, her only source of human contact is with her sadistic master. But what will happen when she discovers a way to turn this power dynamic around. Let me out. Will she finally escape this place? <laughs> or will this be the moment she realizes that she is truly owned? Help! Let me out! Find out how this story ends in the thrilling conclusion of our flagship series. Visit harleyrabbit.com and use the code INTOIT at the checkout for 25% off and see where the rabbit hole takes you. When I told her this stuff, I could see that she was honestly kind of relieved because I don't think she knew, well, she didn't know what I was about to tell her. Um, and I could tell that there was no judgment there. Um, she did remind me that she is, <laughs> she's a 60-plus-year-old you know, woman She's lived a full life. It's not like she's never come across this world before. She's got kinky friends and that was such a relief for me to know that I think I'd been worried that her idea of kink was that it was this 
dark and dangerous world of weirdos, you know, but that wasn't the case. She knew it was really normal. It was really common. And she knew perfectly normal, good people who were into it. So that was a relief. And immediately I could feel that weight lifting, you know, um, now, obviously I was pretty nervous about having this conversation and I'd thought about it a lot and the way I wanted to talk about it. Um, and one of the things I realized was I, I wanted her to know there was, there was key things I wanted her to know, which was I'm into kink. It's really important to me. Um, and it's becoming a big part of my life. And also I wanted her to know about Chatterbait, that I was doing Chatterbait, um, but mostly I wanted her to know or at least understand why I was into these things and why they're important to me. And I think this is really helpful to keep in mind if you are planning on having one of these conversations. There's a big difference in telling someone what you're into, whether it's, I don't know, wearing diapers or going to gangbangs or impact play or whatever it is, knowing those things without the why can make it really difficult to understand. So I decided that the best example I could think of was rope. I think that was like a good stepping stone Um, because rope or shibari particularly is an art form. It's really beautiful. It's not overly sexual. So I felt like I could talk about it without it feeling too uncomfortable. Um, And I explained to her how when Slade ties me up in these beautiful designs, it makes me feel beautiful. It's really intimate and it helps, like it makes us feel really close and connected. Um, But also how the feeling of being tied up helps me let go of all my responsibilities because when I'm tied up, I can't do anything about it. So it's this beautiful way for me to just let go of all that stress And that's been really good for my mental health. And mum was fascinated by that, as most people would be. It's really interesting to hear about the way ropes can induce all these positive feelings, especially because generally we think the opposite. We think being tied up would make us feel really vulnerable and scared. Um, And it does, but it can also be extremely peaceful. So she was really fascinated by that. I then told her about Chatterbait because that was something else I really wanted her to know about and be okay with. She had no idea what Chatterbait was, uh, which I didn't expect her to. So I, the way I explained it was basically it's kind of like an online strip club where people tip you to take your clothes off and do other things. Um, I didn't have to go into specifics about what those other things were, but generally that's what I do on Chatterbait is just flirt with people and flash my boobs and whatever. And to mum's credit, do you know what the first thing she said to me was? She said, wow, that must be really good for your body confidence because she knows that I really struggle with my body image. And I was like, yes, that is exactly why I'm doing it. We're a big part of why I'm doing it. It feels really positive for me. It makes me feel sexy and confident And I get to talk publicly about all this stuff I'm learning about sex and help people. And it's a really positive thing for me that I can't share with most people because they don't understand. So I was really just so grateful that I could see my mum got it. 
you know, and there was no judgment. She told me about how she loves flirting with people and she wished she had more confidence to do that when she was younger. So she was proud of me. She was like, yeah, go get it. So that was that experience, that conversation. It couldn't have really gone any better. Um, I think we like we went out for coffee and we ended up being out for like three hours nearly. We're like, oh, shit, we better go. We better go back to the boys. Um, but God, I'd missed being able to be so open with my mom and have these really deep, meaningful conversations rather than just talking about surface level bullshit. You know, I missed that. And that was what made me realize how important this conversation was to me. It's not like I feel the need to tell mum about all the things that I get up to every time I chat to her on the phone. It's just more knowing that, A, I can if I need to, if something happens and I want to talk to her about it, I can. But B, I just, I know that she's okay with this part of me and that helps me be okay with this part of me. Does that make sense? So that was the inspiration for this episode. I thought, God, if, if this has been significant for me I'm sure it would be significant for a lot of people who listen to my podcast now unfortunately I can't talk about having these kinds of conversations without acknowledging that they mightn't always go well unfortunately we don't have any control of how other people react and they don't always react the way we want them to so I think we need to keep in mind if we do want to be open about this, about something like this with someone we care about. We need to do that knowing that if they do react badly, that we're still going to be okay. It might hurt, but the absolute worst case scenario would be if they react poorly and that tears down all of that confidence that you'd built within yourself. A good way to get a feel for how someone is going to react is testing the waters first. So this this is basically my approach to everything. Um, I, I'm the kid that would always, like even since I was a little kid, if I was going to go swimming, I put my toe in the water first and I test the water. Is it freezing? Is it warm? What, what am I in for here? I always dip my toe in. I'm never someone who just runs and jumps and boom, in the pool. Although I do definitely envy those people sometimes. But for me, it means the best approach is to always test the water first, to go slowly. Um, Usually if you're wanting to have this conversation with someone who's important to you, they're likely not going anywhere soon. Like they are going to be in your life for a long time. So there's no need to rush. Um, And secondly, yeah, test the water. You... You don't have to reveal the whole story straight away. You can just take a piece of it and see how they react to that. So I really started this conversation with my mum over six months ago when I told her about um, that I wanted to change my career to, I, I wanted to start studying a sex and relationship course. That was, that was scary to tell her, but I felt like she was probably going to be okay with that. Um, and she absolutely was. She was so excited for me. Um, I think when people love you, they can see if it's good for you, you know, like if, if you're telling them and being like, I'm actually really excited about this. This is really great. They're going to be happy for you. Um, and my mom, like 
to her credit, she was like, yes, the world absolutely needs more people to be educated on this stuff. People need help. We don't know how to communicate in relationships. Um, and sex is really complicated. So we could, I'm sure everyone could use some help with that. Um, and my favorite thing was that when she was telling me later that she told this friend and she told that friend, um, she was telling all her friends that her daughter was going to be a sex and relationship coach. And she was doing that with pride. And that just made me feel so warm and loved and like, oh, my mom's totally on board with this. But it still took me another six months to tell her about the kink stuff, you know? Um, so do it slowly. And also you'll notice I told her about kink in general, that I was kinky, and I told her about the ropes as an example. But there's a big difference between telling someone you like to get tied up with your partner and telling them, I don't know, there's plenty more extreme examples that I sometimes go to parties and get stripped naked and tied up and flogged in front of an audience. Like that might've been a little bit too far. So there's, there's ways to tell people about this stuff. Anyway, I think that's basically everything I wanted to say about this. I hope that this episode at the very least might, I don't know. I think there's so so much fear and shame attached to this stuff. Um, and we feel terrified of anyone knowing it about it. Um, but I want you guys to know that sometimes people react way better than you expect. And the only way we can know that is if we give them that chance. If you've already decided that they wouldn't be okay with it and they will judge you, then that's the reality you're living in. But if you actually give them a chance to react, it's possible they might react differently. Does that make sense? That was kind of where I came to. And I also, like, I feel like it's a risk versus benefit situation, right? The risk is they're going to confirm that fear and they're going to react badly. And you need to know whether you're going to be able to handle that if that's the case. Um, full disclosure, there's people in my life that I still haven't told because I don't know if I could handle their reaction. So that's, that's okay. Um, but the benefits are potentially you becoming even closer with this person because you now feel even safer with them. Like they accept this part of you. It's not a conditional relationship where you have to keep something hidden from them in order to receive that love. All right, I might end this episode with a quote from Brene Brown, who is a shame researcher. Brene says, if you put shame in a Petri dish, it needs three ingredients to grow exponentially. Secrecy, silence, and judgment. If you put the same amount of shame in a Petri dish and douse it with empathy, it can't survive. Now, I'm not saying that you guys all need to go out and tell your mum about how kinky you are, but I do want you to think about, is there someone in your life that you really wish you could share some of this stuff with? Whether that's your mum or your dad, your best friend, an auntie, your sister, your partner. And is there a way that you could open up about this a bit more, even if it's just a little bit? Remember, we don't have to jump in the pool. We can just dip our toe in and see how that feels. All right, I think I might leave it there. I hope you're having a wonderful 
day, evening, afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Thank you so much for listening once again. Um, Till next time, play safe, have fun, and I'll catch you soon. Bye. Turns out I'm into it. Into it. Into it. Thanks for listening to Turns Out I'm Into It. If you've enjoyed this episode, please remember to hit subscribe and leave a rating and review. This will help other people just like you to find this podcast. If you have any comments or questions, you can reach out to me on FetLife or through the Harley Rabbit website. My name on Fet is Harley Rabbit, or one word, or you can message me direct through the website. Go to harleyrabbit.com forward slash podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the show. I will be back soon with another episode exploring the wonderful world of kink.